What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Twisted Twenties podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to reminding you of your God-given purpose through personal testimonies, trials, and personal revelations. I believe that each and every single one of us was created with a purpose for a purpose, but it is up to us to align with it. I'm your host, T. Louise, and y'all, it's been a minute. (laughs) It's been a very, very long minute. But as you can tell from this episode that I'm experiencing depression, I'm not depressed. I have been experiencing depression for the past couple months. But what I'm going to dive in and and help y'all to understand today is the revelations that God gave me while I was experiencing depression. Um, If you guys are joining me on YouTube, welcome in the room. I appreciate you. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button so that you do not miss an episode of the Sister 20s podcast, as well as the IMT Louise content that is coming soon. Okay, I'm gonna keep saying that until the Lord give me the green light to start my own content. Okay, y'all, it's coming. I feel it in my spirit. And honestly, I feel like God has already given me the green light, but I just been playing around with it. But that's another episode for another day. Like, for real. Um, I just want to just let y'all know that I really and truly appreciate y'all. I I really want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Like, I've continued to just see people support Twisted Twenties, listen to Twisted Twenties, even in the midst of these six months passing. So, I just really appreciate you guys. I love y'all so much. Each and every single one of you guys, I really and truly do. And I just appreciate you guys for joining me along on my Twisted Twenties journey. But y'all, today's episode is going to be fire, okay? And it's fire because the Holy Spirit really gave me revelations. This this word today is going to be nothing that I thought about. This is all from the Holy. This is all from the Holy Spirit. This is a God ordained episode today. I hope that you guys enjoy it as much as I have enjoyed receiving the revelations and as much as I enjoy recording it. I love you guys. With that being said, we about to go ahead and get into today's podcast episode. y'all um i just want to open up this episode with just saying thank you um thank you for being patient with me thank you for (laughs) still supporting me um in the midst of these the six month sabbatical that i um that i've taken and honestly i don't know if i felt convicted or if i was condemning myself these past couple months I felt like I took way too much time off. I feel like I allowed the experience to go on too long. Um, so the past six months, I have been experiencing depression. Has it been six months? Let me actually go and look because I want to be, um, I want to be particularly right when I say. It's been six months. The last episode I put out in April, so January, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. It has been six months. So, um, five or six months. 
I feel like I was convicted as well, but I also felt like I was condemning myself as well at the same time. Like I was beating myself up. Oh, you, you've taken too much time off. You're going to lose followers. No one's going to listen to your podcast when you put it back out. And of course, when God has called you to something, you somehow, some way, the enemy will always find a way to use your fears, your insecurities, your doubts to condemn you. So then when he plants those seeds in our minds, we eat away at those, those thoughts. So then we end up condemning ourselves. What I've learned in these past six months is that the enemy really doesn't, the enemy plays mind games with us. So he gets us to think things about ourselves so that we condemn ourselves. He gets us to see ourselves the way that he sees us. Well, really not even the way that he sees us because he sees us the same way as God sees us. That's why he has to manipulate us mentally. That's why he has to torment us ment- mentally so that we never see ourselves the way that God sees us. And like I've said before on my podcast, that's still a constant battle for me. I'm still trying to see myself the way that God sees me, not by my mistakes, not by, you know, the things I've done and said, but sometimes it's hard. Sometimes when I look myself in my mirror, in the mirror, I see the girl who was addicted to weed. I see the girl who was promiscuous and sleeping with two different dudes in college with the same name. Sometimes when I look at myself, I see the fat girl, even though y'all, ooh, hold on, I, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get to that later. But anyway. Sometimes I still see myself that way. So while I was experiencing depression, it was really, that mental torment was, it was hitting, okay? (laughs) It was hitting, baby. Like, I even had, one time I had got up to go in the bathroom, and I literally could hear the enemy whispering. It was like, almost like, whispering in my ear he was like well if you just kill yourself it'll all be over I was like oh baby life is hard but life ain't never that hard you feel me life is never that hard because first of all I know I have a purpose I know that God has called and chosen me so do not get it twisted okay I'm, I'm just going through a a, a rough time right now okay <laughs> no don't get it twisted that was the last time the enemy ever tried to hit me with suicidal thoughts you hear me honey no but I'm just, I'm just being honest with y'all about it can get dark. It can get dark to the point where you are literally having suicidal thoughts. Sometimes it can get so dark to the point you are even planning and thinking about committing suicide. And this is why I always say that we are all created with a purpose for a purpose. And I'm trying not to get emotional at the beginning of this episode because y'all know how I get. I'll be ready to cry on this, on my podcast, but it's important to have people in your life who can pour into you it's important to have people in your life who are going to give you wise counsel you cannot vent to everybody you cannot tell everybody your business and you cannot tell everybody you going through something sometimes that's it's just that's just how it is my spiritual mom has been teaching me that and I typically I will only talk to three people in my life the first person I'm talking to is God and sometimes if I cannot hear God because of my emotions sometimes I don't hear him because I want him to say a certain thing that I want him to say I will go to my spiritual mom first the next person is Davion 
outside of that, I have my friends, Michaela. Me and Aaliyah have been getting really close. So I do feel like I'm building a relationship with her. But you have to have people in your life who can give you wise counsel. Not somebody that's going to pity you. Not somebody that's going to water down your emotions and your feelings. Because sometimes when we get in a place where we're experiencing depression, we feel like nobody understands us. We don't want to talk to nobody. We don't want to do nothing, y'all. I was struggling to, to work. I literally got behind on bills because I wasn't getting up, going to work. I was calling out. And I think it got really bad after my mom's birthday. So we went to Florida in July. So I think it, my mom's birthday was in June. My birthday was in July. And then after that, it was like everything just went downhill. I got baptized in July. I went to Florida with my family. We had a good family vacation. I got baptized by my spiritual mom. Like all of these things happened. And then it was like, as soon as I got home, everything hit times 10 and I could not understand why like I expected because I had been baptized I rededicated my life to Christ I felt like I was exempt I thought when I came up from out of that water I was gonna be renewed I was gonna be a new person I thought that all of these emotions that I was feeling before I went to Florida was just gonna disappear I was gonna go home and life was gonna be good but no the enemy literally kept attacking kept attacking kept attacking kept attacking and I was allowing him to. It was, I said this to somebody. I don't remember who I said this to, who I said this to. And I'm going to say this again later on, but I'm going to say it now. I felt like I literally could see myself in a jail cell with no door. Somebody going to get that. I literally could see myself visually in my head. I saw myself in a jail cell with no door. And I'm about to explain it to y'all. I literally cut off everything, my relationships, friends, my podcast. I even stopped going to church, physical church. I didn't stop going on church like on, I, I love watching Jerry Flowers. Y'all know I talk about Jerry all the time. I'm a, I'm an advocate for Jerry Flowers Ministries, okay? Like, that's a, that's a man of God. But I was going to my spiritual mom's church on Saturdays, um, which she hosts on Zoom. I was watching Jerry on Sundays, but I stopped going to physical church. I had even cut my relationship off with God. I wasn't reading my Bible. I wasn't, you know, praying. I wasn't doing any of that. I had cut it all off. And something that God told me to stop saying Probably around July, July, August, God told me to stop saying I'm depressed. And I was like, I didn't ask why at the time. I didn't ask him why, God, why do I need to stop saying it? It wasn't until when I was doing, when I asked God, I woke up and I said, God, what, did, what should my first episode be for my, for coming back? And he said, I'm experiencing depression. I'm not depressed. And I said, God, what's the difference? And this is what God said. God said, when you experience it, when you experience depression, you are merely experienced. You are merely experiencing an emotion an action or feeling and experiences are only temporary, but you remember them. 
when you go on these cruise ships you you book these experiences and these excursions they're temporary but you remember them you remember what it was like to swim with the dolphins you remember what it was like to ride jet skis you remember what it was like to go snorkeling you remember what it was like to go zip lining i remember what it was like to feel sad and not want to get out of the bed not want to do anything i remember what it was like to look myself in the mirror and feel disgusted I remember what it was like to be agitated and highly anxious and overwhelmed and confused and mentally sick. I remember what it felt like. But then God told me, when you are depressed, when you say you're depressed, you're bound to that thought, feeling, or emotion. And being bound will last as long as you allow it. It's like being in a jail cell with no door. There's no door on the jail cell because God has already set you free. But you keep you keep bounding yourself. And when God gave me that revelation, I was like, God, that's so good. That's so good. When you speak that you are depressed, you are continuing to bound yourself to the thoughts of depression. You continue to bound yourself to the emotions of depression. You are merely experiencing depression. You are not depressed. And I, I didn't realize that from April to July, really from April to August, I kept saying, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. I'm depressed. Every week I was saying that. Every single week I was saying, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. I just don't know what's wrong with me. I'm depressed. And God was like, stop saying that. You are not depressed. You are experiencing depression. It's temporary. But because I had kept saying I'm depressed I'm depressed I kept claiming it over my life I kept claiming it as my emotion I kept claiming it as the feeling of my life and everything around me seemed to be depressed this is why it's important to have friends wise counsel and community around you the first person I called when I was dealing with what I was dealing with was my spiritual mom now, my spiritual mom, I love her, do anything for her, support her ministry. I love the lady, okay? But every single time I talk to her, it's always going to be biblical, 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 which is nothing wrong with that. But sometimes we don't need just biblical. There are other aspects of things that we need. Sometimes we need the counsel we need the psychiatric sometimes we we need the different aspects of things sometimes we don't just need biblical because there are some things that we can't just throw bible 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 sometimes we have to do jesus and therapy and y'all know i'm an advocate for jesus and therapy i go every week every week speaking of that i had even stopped going to therapy y'all I stopped going to therapy. I told my therapist I had that one suicidal thought and I stopped going because depression really had started hitting me hard. That experience was like, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, yep, I ain't doing nothing. I would lay in bed. I wouldn't do nothing. I didn't want to cook. I didn't want to clean. I didn't want to do nothing. 
I talked to my spiritual mom. I felt encouraged after I talked to her. But I just still felt like something is missing. Something is missing. Something is missing. I talked to um, my big brother, David, and my big sis, Yanni. Um, and I talked to them. And big bro and big sis, they like real like psychiatric people. Like um, they're, they're therapists. So when I talked to them... You know, they, they start talking about the mind and all these different things. And it's so intriguing to hear the different perspectives. So I was talking to them and they were like, you know what? You need to come over. You, you come over on Sunday. We're going to hang out at my mama's house. I'm like, okay, cool. Honey, that was the night that I really felt like the Holy Spirit really, really and truly hit me. That was the first night I ever really like felt like God had given me the gift of speaking in tongues. I was crying. I was boohooing like... I really felt the spirit of the Lord on me that day. And a little bit after that, I talked to my friend Michaela. And I'm telling y'all all of this because I want y'all to understand why it's so important to have community when you are going through things mentally and emotionally. We cannot go through things by ourselves. People be so accustomed to this, especially this generation. Culture, culture is so used to I don't need nobody, no new friends. You need people. Like what are you really saying that song? Oh my gosh. I need people. You need people. Like you need people. I talked to my friend Michaela. Um, I don't remember if she called me or I called her or we were just texting. I don't remember, but I told her what was going on, what I was dealing with. She was telling me what she was dealing with. And she suggested, she said, you know what? I think you should start working out. And I was like, girl, bye. And even though I had been longing to really work out because of my health with, y'all know I had been dealing with um, irregular periods and stuff like that. I think I've talked about that before. I'm not sure. But I talked to Michaela. She recommended this girl named Aaliyah, who also uh, went to the church that we were going to. And I said, okay, I'll, you know, I'll think about it. I'll check it out. That one suggestion that she gave me, and I trust Michaela. She's never steered me wrong. If she give me some advice, I'm going to consider it. You know, I'm going to do my research. But she has never steered me wrong. She was like, you need to start working out. I literally stopped. I stalked Aaliyah's Instagram. I was like, mm, let me see what she's talking about. You know, I don't really want to, you know, pay for nobody to go to the gym. I don't want to do all that. I wasn't really ready. Um, so eventually I ended up signing, signing up, you know, to start working out with her. And that one decision changed my life. That one decision to start working on my physical health connected to my mental health. And ever since I've started working out, I hear, I hear God better. My mind is clearer. I'm no longer experiencing depression. And sometimes I do experience depression, especially with the holidays coming up, with my mom not being here, my dad not being here. Sometimes it can get really heavy emotionally. But once again, this is why I said it's so important to have community around you. If Michaela would have never suggested that, I probably would have never found Aaliyah. I know for a fact I would have never found Aaliyah because... I didn't even know who she was. 
But if I had never been open and vulnerable with my friend about what I was really dealing with, I would have never been able to get to get to where I am now. I would have never been able to get to the place that God needed me to be at now. Y'all probably would not even be hearing this episode. And I'm just being honest. I probably would have still been somewhere struggling with depression. And I'm just being completely honest. And I'm not saying that Michaela's the one that, you know, she rescued me. No, God rescued me. But God rescued me through my friends. He rescued me through my spiritual mom. He rescued me through my, my big bro and my big, and my big sister. He rescued me through people. But he did that. And something that I'm learning is that it's the foundation that matters. Something that God has really been teaching me since I've started working out and I've been able to hear him better is that it's the foundation that matters. I was listening to Jerry Flowers, and if y'all have not been listening to his Voices series, y'all need to go to YouTube, and y'all need to watch Jerry Flowers' The Voices series, because I'm telling y'all, it will come for your scalp, your edges, everything, okay? It's good. But I was watching one of the episodes, and it was talking about, um, he was talking about the foundation, that you're built on are you built on a foundation of christ are you built on a foundation of sand and i was i was talking to god and i'm like god my foundation with you is not secure i didn't feel secure with my foundation with christ and i under i started understanding that my foundation with Christ wasn't secure because I kept expecting Christ to be microwavable. I kept expecting him to make me exempt from trials and tribulations. Every time I would go through something, I would put him on the back burner. I was never, I was, I I found myself never really riding for God when, when it, when I was in the mud, when I was down, when I was dirty, but when I was up, when I was feeling good and life was going good, bills is paid, money coming in. I'm like, oh, glory to you, God, glory to you. But when I was struggling, I didn't feel like my foundation with God was solid. And I really just want people to understand that just because you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you serve God does not mean that you are exempt from trials and tribulations. Okay, I just want you to know that the pain will come, the struggles will come, but your foundation has to be secure and firm, which is what I am working towards. Imagine it like this. You're building a brick house, right? Now, when, when I, I ain't gonna even lie to you. When I first, tra- when I first transitioned Twisted Twenties to a Christian podcast, you know, I was, finding my material like I was at the Home Depot and Lowe's picking out you know picking out floors and doors and windows and materials and all that okay but now I'm laying the brick okay now I'm working on building my house brick by brick and right now I feel like I'm in a place where I just finished laying the first layer of bricks I'm not perfect I don't have it all together 
But each day I'm striving to build my house on the foundation of Christ. And that takes time. Building a house with brick takes time. And <laughs> I I call them paper shredder. You know, y'all know them houses they be putting up real quick. They be made out of that. I think it's wood or something. I don't know what that material is, but it's real cheap. And I always call them paper shredders. But something Jerry Jerry said was like, you know, you can't build a house on straw. Do not rush your relationship with God. Houses built on straw will fail. Houses built in a rush fail. Although you may have the foundation correct, the materials to build the house are wrong. It's not a race. It's a marathon. Ooh, bars. <laughs> okay, maybe that wasn't bars, but still. It's not a race, y'all. It's a marathon. I always would feel like a fraud when I would get on here and I would record my podcast because I felt like I was trying to present myself like I had it all together and I have all the answers and I'm I'm a biblical girly. I'm a holy girl, you know? But in reality, I'm just a girl who's learning who Christ is for the first time. I'm just a girl who literally just stopped smoking weed a year ago. I'm just a girl who sometimes still listens to Meg the Stallion, who sometimes still li- listens to City Girls. I'm just a girl who still struggles to build her prayer life with Christ. I'm still a, I'm I'm just a girl who is trying to read her Bible every single night before she goes to bed and watch her sermons every morning. I'm just a girl who's trying to walk righteously in my purpose. That's who I am. And I really and truly believe that if I hadn't have gone through the experience of depression these past six months, I never would have gotten to this point that I'm at now. And even in this, even at this point that I'm at now, I don't have it all together. But I do know that I have laid my first foundation, the first layer of building my foundation solid with Christ. I've started reading. I have started reading my Bible more, honestly. And y'all, I've been reading. When I say I've been reading the Bible like it's a, like it's a, a movie script or a TV show, I be reading it. Like I was reading the book of Isaiah and Isaiah had went to prophesy to the land and he told um he told them people uh that God had told them that the women walk around haughty and he he made them he made them women bald headed, okay? And I said, God's theme song in that moment was bald head, scallywag, because he made them women bald headed and they was funky. I don't remember what chapter it was in, but if y'all go and read Isaiah, y'all found, y'all find out exactly what I'm talking about. But I'm so joyful about reading his word. I'm joyful about watching my sermons. I'm joyful about driving in the car and talking to God. I'm joyful about taking babe to work and then on the way home, I'm praying the whole entire ride back home. I'm joyful about those things. It was a time when I never even would have thought about those things. It was a time when when I was getting up at five in the morning and doing meditation, spiritual meditation, not praying to Jesus, not praying to God, but praying to the ancestors. It was a time when all of these things were happening. 
But where I'm at now is I'm finally understanding what it takes to have a real relationship with Christ. And I've always tried to microwave my relationship. I've always tried to put it in the microwave and hope that it be done. But it's not. It's like a slow cooker. You know, like you got to put it in the um, the crock pot. It's like one of them type of relationships. It takes time. Sometimes you got to let it cook for like six, eight hours. Sometimes you got to let it cook for six or eight years. <laughs> and stop comparing yourself. I used to, I will always compare myself. You know, I would get on TikTok. Don't get me wrong. I love Christian TikTok, but at the same time, I don't. I think that Christian TikTok can be a dangerous place for a baby Christian. The reason for that is, is because if you're a baby Christian and you're trying to figure out who Christ is on your own for the first time ever in your life, you pick up on so much on social media because you're longing for the answers. You're longing and you're seeking and you're searching, but you're longing and you're seeking and you're searching in the wrong places. And as a baby Christian, I would get on TikTok and I would think every word was for me. Or I would see a girl, she was like, oh, you need to stop doing this. I had to stop doing this. I stopped listening to this artist because it's a secular artist. And and I'm like, okay, God told you to stop being lustful. He didn't tell me to stop being lustful. So until then, I'm going to keep listening to Ari Lennox. God told you to stop wearing that makeup because you was putting yourself on a pedestal. Now it's time for you to put God on a pedestal. But sometimes when we're baby Christians, we take all those things. And that's another thing that I felt like when I was starting out that that uh, caused me to feel overwhelmed and, and anxious about my relationship with Christ. All of these things that I have experienced over the past six months have been very transformative to this very point. And I'm going to say that again. I want to say this again so that y'all understand this. When you experience depression, you are merely experiencing an emotion, action, or feeling. And experiences are only temporary. But you remember them. But when you claim to be depressed, when you say, I'm depressed, you are bound to that thought, feeling, or emotion. Being bound will will last as long as you allow it. I allowed it to go on too long. I allowed it to go on for six months. Six months too long. But with the help of my community, with my friends, with my trainer who is now becoming my friend, I've been able to come out of that experience. Do not allow yourself to to wallow in that emotion. With the holiday season coming up, with wintertime coming up, I know a lot of people experience depression in this time, in this season. It's something about the, it's something about the cold. I really think it's the weather. Like, when it get cold outside, listen, I don't even really like the cold like that. But it don't get cold like that in Atlanta. But it's something about the wintertime that causes people to experience depression. And so I really feel like that's why God was really calling me to go ahead and put this out and get started on my podcast. And I wasn't even going to do it today. I'm filming this on, what is today, Thursday? 
I wasn't gonna do it. I had got home from the gym. I'm like, Aaliyah done kicked my butt today. She had me lifting 25 pound weights over my head. I'm tired. I'm about to. I'm about to go play GTA. I'm about to go lay down, watch a movie. I'm about to watch Disney Plus or something. But I felt God tugging at me. I felt God saying, No, <laughs> no, you need to record your podcast. And so that's what I'm doing. I hope that this episode has encouraged you guys. I still, every time I do my podcast, I always feel like I be all over the place, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> but I hope that this episode has encouraged y'all. Do not sit in that jail cell with no door because God has already given you the keys to freedom. He has already died on the cross. Jesus has already given his life so that we do not have to be bound by things so come out of that jail cell and allow yourself to be free walk in freedom and experience the love of christ the way that he desires you to experience it i love each and every single one of you guys it has been a blessing peace love and blessings t louise